Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. Oh my god, Vince, do you hear that? The ghost? Oh my god! Ah! 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 Oh, sorry, I'm just a little spooked. Why? Because... The beer we're drinking today, it's a, it's a spooky pumpkin beer! <laughs> well, to be honest, I don't know if it's spooky, but it definitely is pumpkin. It, I'll tell you what, this pumpkin on here does not look like it is messing around. No, it is filthy. So I think we all know that pumpkins, skeletons, spider webs, ghosts, all of these scream... October. That's right. It's the month we're in right now. And so it only makes sense that for our Halloween episode... We're going to drink a pumpkin ale. But which one? Hmm. I think we should probably go for the top. <laughs> I think we should go for not the pumpkin pauper. Not the, not pumpkin, the pumpkin prince. Not the pumpkin lord. The pumpkin king. The Pumpkin. That's right, folks. We are drinking Pumpkin Nitro. Oh yeah, this is a this is a royal beer that comes from. <laughs> God, we can't even keep it together. Um, this is a royal beer that comes from Southern Tier Brewing Company out in Lakewood, New York. Now you're probably wondering where is that? In New York. It is. But not the city that we made fun of in an episode not too long ago. It is in upstate New York, pretty much on the border of Pennsylvania. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's about a seven-hour drive from New York City, but on the plus side, only an hour and a half drive from Buffalo. Oh. So, yeah, if you're in Buffalo, where, according to wide receiver Jordan Matthews, there is nothing to do but make babies, he and he has seven kids now because of his time in Buffalo... <laughs> That there's something to do there. You can go to this brewery if you can. If you can drive, an if hour you have a point. snowplow, yeah. Um, but aside from the uh, proximity to Niagara Falls, this is a really fantastic place that absolutely prides themselves on their pumpkin-based alcohol. So they're hot for this seasonal stuff. It's interesting that they pride themselves on their pumpkin-based alcohol but right here on the can it says seasonal it does but if you go to their website it's all decorated in pumpkin halloween spooky garb it's pretty much like when you go to six flags and it becomes fright fest or when you go to the abandoned corner building that used to be a cvs and it becomes spirit halloween shout out to nick lusco spirit halloween guy out of curiosity what happened to halloween usa does that still exist or did it just turn into spirit did spirit buy it up? i don't i don't know i'm not privy to can the... i buy spirit stock i'd like to not um, the is, airline is it the next meme stock i'm not really sure anyways let's get to uh this this place this is a like i said it's a upstate new york brewery it was founded in 2002 by a man I swear his name is actually this. It's Phineas DeMink and his wife, Sarah DeMink, and also a guy named Alan Skip Yan. And they are native upstate New Yorkers. They wanted to start nice. this place. And Phineas they, is an old-fashioned type name, but it's it's one that I think should, I think it's 
making a comeback in recent years. I think we're going to see a lot of famous Phineas's absolutely here. Yeah, absolutely. So they opened up the Lakewood location in, in 02, and they've been slowly chugging along uh, with their many different beer types ever since. And this is not the original Palm King beer. That would be Palm King Imperial Ale. What we're drinking today is actually Palm King Nitro, Ooh. which is 8.6% alcohol. So pretty, pretty frothy. Heavy lies the jack-o'-lantern. But also, nitro beers are something we have not tried in the show. They're a very unique way of brewing beer. Do you want to tell us about that, Vince? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about it. I don't know a whole lot, so bear neither, with me. Neither do but I. Yeah. Rather, instead of the carbon dioxide for the carbonation, they pump it with nitrogen, a mixture of nitrogen and carbon dioxide. I think most of them are about like an 80-20% mix. Yeah. And um, from that particular standpoint... Apparently, the nitrogen is not long for this world, which makes sense. I don't think we all want to be drinking nitrogen. So when you pop it from the tap, it's meant to be drank pretty quickly. You want to get that in there because otherwise it's going to lose some of its carbonation, become a little flat. Um, There's also some flavor notes on there because many of the nitros, they tend to have more of a malt-heavy flavor palette than a hop-forward one. So mostly porters, stouts, maybe a couple of India Pale Ales, IPAs there. But those are the ones that are found on Nitro. And I think there's a couple of big, where was this? This was founded, I think, kind of, or not founded, but made famous over in Ireland. That's right. Guinness. Thanks a lot, Guinness. Have a Guinness. A lovely day for a Guinness. Yeah, if you've ever had a Guinness, that's basically the most famous Nitro beer, so... It's a long way of saying that that's the style that we're going to be drinking. We're going to have a dark beer, which the other aspect of it is it kind of lends itself to more of a creamier taste is what I've heard, the nitrogen. Yeah, Which makes sense why they do the nitro cold brew, as we've discussed separately. But But if you are just nuts for pumpkin products, this is probably the episode for you because here we are. Oh my gosh. I honestly, if you love Halloween, this is it. Um, I have one other thing to say about this particular beer, but let's actually just try it. Yeah, let's give we, it a shot. Let's give it a crack. All right. Let's crack it open. Cheers. Oh, my. Whoa. <laughs> that was a – that was – it sounded like a, a car not quite starting. It sounded like uh, – I actually was going to say it sounded like a drag race beginning in Fast and Furious. Wow. I First, can smell the pumpkin on this. It is extremely pumpkin-y, yeah, that's Tom, for sure. I think that the, when I heard that Nitro had more of kind of like a creamy-ass taste to it, I couldn't yeah. think of a better mixture for a pumpkin. This might be a great canvas to paint this beer on. What do you think? <laughs> I think you're exactly right, and I'm about to try it right now. Cheers. Oof, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it. It tastes like pumpkin juice. It tastes like pumpkin. It, honestly, it tastes a little like uh, pureed pumpkin pie. <laughs> That's a really good point. Pureed pumpkin pie. But I don't think about pumpkin pie as a Halloween treat. That's definitely no. It's a Thanksgiving. Pumpkin. But all right. So, who, in your opinion, is the pumpkin king? Culturally, the, the pumpkin king. The pumpkin king. Who is most associated with pumpkins and is the king? The king of the pumpkins. Well, I mean, there's the obvious one sitting there is Stephen King, the, the master of horror. Why? 
Because he has nothing to do with pumpkins. But when I think about pumpkins, I think about Halloween, think about horror and scary stuff. Okay. And I think about Stephen King. So interestingly enough... Who, what celebrity is associated with pumpkins? It doesn't pumpkins. have to be a celebrity yeah. necessarily. It could be a character. For me, the pumpkin is the Headless Horseman. Oh, yeah. The Headless Horseman of Ichabod Crane fame. That's good. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Starring our friend Johnny Depp. Ayo. Hey. For those Great. of you who don't know, Johnny Depp is in dire financial straits. He's in heavy debt. We've And for the cost of 17 cups of coffee a day, you can help him. We've looked at the financials and they're not great. Um I also now I'm think now that I'm thinking about it, I instantly think of Tom Hanks' character from the SNL sketch. What's his oh, name? Oh, David S. David Pumpkins. David S. Pumpkins. Any questions? You're yes, right. that's <laughs> all I have. Lots, lots of questions. Um, yeah, he could be good too. But one thing I wanted to just touch upon before we, we, we dive deeper. This is the first, and I'm going to go on a limb and say possibly only beer that has its own podcast for itself. Oh my God. Yes, this, this beer... And shout out to the people at Southern Deer Brewing Co. Has a, a podcast called the Pumpkin Cast, which you can listen to on Apple and Spotify. Is it year round? It's no, it's seasonal. So they just talk about the beers. They they have other pumpkin beers and products. I, I want to call these people up and ask like, what goes on here? Do you guys everything's seasonal? You guys just open up in September. You just brew, put your batches together, right. and then that's it. You open up and and then you close. After Halloween, and now you have a seasonal podcast that is just available everywhere. I mean, we have a, a podcast that's available everywhere. It's a podcast for all seasons. Yeah, what what gives? You, you just gonna limit yourself to the one season? More, more importantly, are you gonna deprive us of a pumpkin based podcast? Keep the people wanting more. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there, and it's not that we're, we're trying no, to have I think a, that's, a podcast fight, but it's I it's certainly unique. Cool. Yeah, Very cool, unique to have a beer that has a podcast, and I like that the, that it's seasonal. I understand that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to have to take a listen to some of it. Yeah. Vince. It seems interesting. Where do you stand on the horror genre? The horror genre? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the same thing that I told my friend... Abby in high school when she said I want to go see this movie this scary movie I said hey if you're asking me to go because you think that like you're gonna be able to like grab me and hold on you're very wrong I will be in your lap screaming the entire time (laughs) so so you're not into the genre I'll watch them I thought Haunting of Hill House was amazing the Netflix series I thought that was fantastic I'll watch them I'll appreciate them but I don't like being scared yeah, see, that's kind of where I land with, with this whole thing. I understand that there are people that genuinely enjoy the thrill and an adrenaline hit of being scared and going to haunted houses and watching scary movies. I just don't relate to it. It's not something I choose as my form of entertainment most yeah. often, which is not to say that I haven't seen scary movies because, of course, I have, but... It's just not it's not something I choose to do and I don't know why. All right, so scary let's just go scare characters. That's what I'll call them. Characters, scary characters. Yeah. Uh for me, a lot of them are those live action creations of some villains. So thinking about like Scarecrow from Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah. 
he was not scary at all. It was a literal scarecrow running around. He was not right. scary in the animated version, but once he became real and I started to think, oh my god, this is how a psychopath would do this. That's terrifying to me. Yeah. You know? I think the the most scared I've been in a movie that I enjoyed is definitely Hereditary from Ari Aster. Okay, so I don't I don't know if I saw that. Well, the is, her, is hereditary the one where there's like the bubble and people go in Oscar Isaac goes in oh no and he that's, comes out and he's that's different. a completely different that's a sci-fi movie though. yeah what is that one that's called Annihilation yeah oh god <laughs> that's that that's tough. fucking crazy okay no hereditary in short is it's focused on a family where the the grandmother figure dies and weird shit starts happening in the household and they think that like someone is possessed in the household. Got it. And I won't spoil it for those who haven't seen it, but basically it's a movie about like demons, possession. Like it's a very like stereotypical jump scare. Like that's the kind of stuff that really gets me. I don't like jump scares. No, and I don't like that either. I also was thinking earlier uh, about the most embarrassing movies I've been scared of. And the number one thing that comes up is Minority Report. (laughs) (laughs) I was Why? I was terrified. I saw I was like ten when that movie came out. I saw it with my parents and like something about the people like who laid in those pools and like saw the crimes happen, like that really freaked me out. Interesting. Okay, so for me, I guess embarrassingly it would be signs for a long time. I was time. scared of that one that scene. That was terrifying. Yeah. When you like first of all, you build up cuz you never see it and then you see it and you're like, "Oh." And then right. you, you look at it and it becomes okay. But what's interesting to me is this, like a, a, an Imperial Pumpkin Ale, gives me grounds to be scared. When I picked this up, I was like... You're kind of scared. What the hell am I getting into? But it's very well done. And it's delightful in its taste. And I'm enjoying myself going through this. So what is a movie or a show or an artist of any kind that you were a little scared to try and then you did and it was amazing that is such a fascinating question have you seen squid game yeah not yet were you scared to try that a little bit i so i was scared to try it only because i initially thought it was like an actual game show oh my god and i was like well how could like this be that how could they great? kill people right this could be this is insane but no, once I started watching it and I realized like what the premise of it was, I was instantly hooked. And it's the, probably the most rewarding show I've seen in the last few years. Interesting. But I wouldn't say it's a straightforward horror like show. It's not. I mean, it's it's obviously like rooted in sensational violence and it covers very like dark and intense themes. But it's just one of these shows that just keeps you incredibly engaged and compelled all the way through. Okay. So even though like you're on the edge of your seat and it's like a thrill ride, like I wouldn't say it's a scary show. Like you're scared for the people because you're so invested in them and you care about them. Whereas like when I watch other horror movies in general, I don't always care about the people. I'm always I always think about myself. I'm like, am I gonna be fucking scared shitless or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Does that make you're, sense? You're, have you ever have you ever done the 
you know, oh boy, I know something's coming. Eyes closed, ears closed. Yo, oh, yeah. Deal, right? I've done that. But before. I think that fits. That You answered the question perfectly yeah. for me. It's something that you were like, I'm scared of what this is going to be and right. how this is going to be. And I think a lot of times that happens when we have something beloved of ours. So I'm sure it happened with a lot of folks who were Harry Potter nuts. Like, are they going to get it right? Are they going to do that right? Lord of the Rings is probably another one that people yeah. were scared and it ended up being okay. I think for me, uh, something that I went into and I was absolutely like really terrified of was was the haunting of Hill House. My God. And rightfully so. That is absolutely terrifying. But yeah. there's something about how well it was done and, and just how engaging it was that I couldn't stop watching and I needed to continue and I'm really glad I did because I feel like I have a cultural touch point that I can talk to people about yeah. on this and I wouldn't have had that if I had just said no I'm too scared of that I'm not going to go and that's kind of how I feel about this I feel like I would have this again and I would recommend it to others I would say, you know what, if you like the taste of pumpkin, you're really going to like this. And I was also worried that it was going to be such an overwhelming flavor that it would turn me off. Yeah. But it's not. I mean, it's very strong. It's got a strong point of view. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't like flood my sense to the point where I'm like, fuck you, pumpkin. Well, so I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I, what I do when I watch scary movies is... I make excuses for the ghosts and the the spirits. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, all right, fine. So there's this this super tall man who's walking around and haunting of Hill House with this cane. Yeah. Right? And he's literally like 15 feet tall and he's this spirit. And it goes... Every single time he makes it and he's freaking this kid out. And I'm like... That's benevolent spirit. He's just like trying to find his way home and like trying to find his hat and he likes his hat and he and he, he doesn't mean any harm. It's fine. Absolutely not true. Not even remotely close to true. And if you yeah. haven't seen Haunting of Hill House, I haven't spoiled it for you because that's up to interpretation. Quite frankly, I think everything in that house evil. Evil, evil, yeah. evil. But in order for me to continue watching, by the way, I had to watch it all in one sitting because I, I couldn't go to sleep. In order for me to continue watching, I yeah. had to be able to be like, no, no, he's just a nice guy. He's like the the misunderstood ghost from the Sixth Sense. <laughs> you know, that's it. I knew that, that was going to come up at some point. Because God forbid, right? Like, if he's actually terrible, that's terrifying. Yeah. Let me ask you this very quickly: What is something that you were scared to admit that you really enjoyed? Oh, 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 oh. that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Do you have one on I've tap? Got, I've got one. If you got one. one on tap, go ahead, because I'm going to need a second to um, think this one through. I was scared to admit that I really enjoyed Dua Lipa's last album, <laughs> because I felt that like my man card was going to get checked, and people were going to be like, what are you, just, you're just, you're not a real guy if you like Dua Lipa's music, but I'm like, actually I do, and I happen to think she's an incredible artist, and turns out when I did admit it, nothing happened, nothing bad. It's it crazy. I, people weren't like, you know... Ripping my masculinity card away from me. Right. So I can still be a man and still like Dua Lipa. And by the way, I think she's very sexy. Hey, good for you. Throw it out there. Hey, Dua, if you're listening, 
Hey, Leepa. <laughs> Yo, Leepa. Miss Leepa, party of two. Please call me Dua. <laughs> she doesn't talk like that. Leepa. Dua Leepa. Um, what about you? What's uh, your... All right. So I, if I'm being perfectly honest, I this is a big admission. I don't know if I've said this out loud. I love the very specific, and I haven't seen, you know, I'm just not. No, I'm scared. I'm not a musical guy. I'm just not. I don't like them. Um, I'd rather, like, I fast forward through the songs because I'm more interested yeah. in the plot. Like, Rent was, I watched that movie in maybe, like, 32 minutes. Yeah, I got it. You know? I think Defying Gravity, the song from Wicked, <laughs> is fucking fantastic. I think it's... Can I admit something? Easily. I love it, too. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. It's that same thing. It's right. that, like, oh, man... But it's not even so much like masculinity so much as like I have railed so hard against musical theater for right. so long that like to sit there and say this I was a phenomenal song and yeah. I really liked it. It's it's scary, man. And it's also like if you understand the context, it is probably the most emotional musical number that there has ever been written. I, I'm going to just go out and say that because it's it comes at the end of the first act of Wicked. And Which I have not seen. It is I've literally only listened to the that. Song. I know I've never seen it either, but I know the plot at, at this point. But yeah, it's when the Wicked Witch of the West and the Glinda separate, but they realize that like they don't really want to do it, and then it's just like this soaring. And here I go, defying gravity. Yeah, it's I love it too. Look at me high. <laughs> I don't know the actual words. I just know it's wild. I think maybe yeah. maybe we should defy gravity or obey it by dumping the rest of these cans into our glass. Oh, yeah. And we've only got a few minutes left because oh, we're already we'll at the 22-minute mark. Are we actually? Holy yeah. cow. Well, I'll um, take a sip of this real good and see if there's a difference. So I think we've made the point that you know it's, it's a spooky time and people are scared. I don't taste the difference. Yeah, it's still pumpkiny. It's still delightful. It's all creamy. The fact is, if you're if you're interested in trying a pumpkin beer, there's a good chance you either absolutely love pumpkins, or you're like us and you're just trying to check the box off. Yeah, so and you know what? I checked the box off. I checked the box again. Yeah. I'm willing to give this a nice. You know what? It shocked me. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. I was prepared to come in here with like a 2.5 wow. and just say it's right in the middle. Okay. It's not that great. But it. I love pumpkin pie, and I feel like I'm drinking pumpkin pie. Crushability, I have concerns. This is not crushable. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, this is certainly unique. It's got a great backstory. I love that there's a podcast for it. I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Tom's, it's... Something you only have once a year. That's my take it's on it. It's seasonal, and I understand why right. it's seasonal. If you're if you are just downing pumpkin stuff all year long, you probably look like that guy in that episode of Scrubs who was orange, and they couldn't figure out why he was orange. Fair enough. If you get that reference, you're my kind of fellow or and lady. If, if you were a little scared to listen to this podcast, but then you listen, and it ended up being okay, congratulations. Yeah, don't just don't hold back. Go out into the world. See what's out there. Yeah. Try it all. Maybe defy gravity. Maybe high school musicals for you after all. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to go there. I Come can't. on, dude. <laughs> you know, we all watched it. We all know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're not. I'm not asking in. you to go in the sequel. We are not all I'm in not this together. I'm not asking you to go to the sequels. <laughs> Listen. 
did we need Corbin Blue? No, but he doesn't exist anymore. I I don't I don't know what to say. I, I feel like we both admitted too much, but that's okay. We're gonna be vulnerable, emotionally available men on this episode, isn't that right? We're, I think we're just gonna be vulnerable, emotionally available humans. Oh, because we're not ghosts, we're not dead, that's and it's right. October. Yeah. I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> I think so, too. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple, Spotify, Instagram. You know what to do Wherever you get your podcasts. But until then, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to do that. I think it's good, though. It feels great. <laughs> All right. Good luck trick-or-treating.